This is Together 24-7, episode 140. Hi, everyone. This is Barry Cohen, one half of the Together 24-7 podcast. You've gotten to know us from listening to our show, but did you know that we've been in business together since 2003 and separately since 1997? We've taken our experience and knowledge from multiple successful businesses and transformed them into one company, Business Solutions for Growth. And now you can work with us directly. In just 30 days, we'll work with you to create a strategic plan with focus, clarity, and vision. We zone in on your talents, experience, desires, and skills to create the right business strategy for you so you can hit the ground running with a plan of action to take your business to the next level. For more information, go to businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. That's businesssolutionsforgrowth.com or call us at 602-399-7430. Welcome to Together 24-7, the show that talks to entrepreneurial couples about their business lives, their personal lives, and how to balance both without driving each other crazy. Here's your host, Barry and Catherine Cohen, showing how you can be business partners with your sweetheart and sweethearts with your business partner. Barry and Catherine have been married since 1996, in business together since 2003, and have survived to talk about it. Hi, Catherine. Hi, Barry. It's episode 140. I know. I see it on the top. We've been of my doing page. this a long time, huh? Yeah, sort of. We we were doing were you two a week. On your and, well, we were doing two a week, and then we were and then we went to one a week um, this year, so 2017. Oh, sure. So. Now it's not an evergreen episode anymore. Thank you very much for that. Whatever, it'll still be evergreen because yeah. we're not we're not mentioning anything. Okay, we're not you know we're not mentioning specific days and times and events that have happened or will happen. Okay, so, so it's evergreen. All right, yeah, whatever. You ruined it. <laughs> Who are our guests today, Kat? We got Carmen and Darius Britt, uh, Braid Street Properties. Thank you for putting the pronounced braid next to it. Um, that makes my life so much easier. So we we had coffee with uh, Carmen and Darius. We originally met them at a uh, networking group here in Phoenix, and uh, and then we had coffee with them, and then we invited them to be on the show. So Braid Street Properties is a real estate investing company. They've been in business together 1.5 years, so a year and a half. A year and a half they're in business together. They're married three and together four. And how many children? Zero. <laughs> All right. So Carmen's originally from D.C. She uh, ran track in college. Her master's degree is in communication. Darius is from South Carolina. He has a degree in industrial engineering, which I asked him repeatedly if he could do structural engineering on the house. Apparently not the same thing. <laughs> it says engineering, and and you have to engineer a beam in the kitchen. And engineer is engineer unless it's um, a train engineer. Choo-choo. <sighs> anyway. You're such a girl. So I am. I am. Both Carmen and Darius enjoy traveling. You're huge foodies. Um, what oh, what do yes. you mean by foodie? What What's your definition of a foodie? I'm, I'm glad you asked that because I feel like so many people don't understand it. <laughs> I hate to say that I feel like I know what the definition is. <laughs> but um, I'd say we, we appreciate good food. And by that, I mean, good quality food, whether it be organic or whatever the case may be, it, it, it actually doesn't have to be organic, but we, we appreciate good ingredients, good food, and we try everything. 
Yes, that's my favorite part. Trying everything. I'm from South Carolina, and we can, I think we can about cook anything that you find in the woods. Deer, raccoon, birds. Yeah, all that good stuff. You're not making us like you anymore. <laughs> no, I grew, up, I grew up on that stuff. I grew up on take a bite. I'll tell you what it is later. I, I, grew, you... I grew up on don't smell it, just eat it. And, <laughs> and if you're not going to eat it, go to your room. I went to my room a lot. <laughs> you were hungry a lot. <laughs> yes. But but you knew what you were eating because your mother never cooked. You just had to look at the... She you know, cooked. You, no, she did She cooked. She made great reservations. She she called up the, the restaurant, the Chinese food restaurant. You knew exactly what you were eating every night because you just went down the list and picked one from column A and one from column B. Two from column B. Get it right. All right. Whatever. <laughs> there were a lot of us. There were a lot of us. So, Carmen, you've been to five out of the seven continents. Which continents have you not been to? Antarctica and Asia. Antarctica and Asia. They're both pretty big. Yeah, they are. <laughs> just a little bit. It's hard to miss them. She just needs to step foot on one. Uh, trying to. I'm, I'm trying to. Well, think. there's a cruise that goes like down around the bottom of South America, right? And then doesn't it doesn't it at yes, least go can, past you, Antarctica? No, no, no. You can. Yes, you, there it are does. Antarctica cruises, but they're not like they're not the cruises that we like to take. Oh, got it. They, they're they're like done on an industrial <laughs> ship. Which oh no okay. drink, no drink they're, packages no um, I I think it's like vodka that everybody just passes around to stay <laughs> just warm to keep warm to stay just, warm <laughs> just to stay warm so Carmen you've always known you've started your own business um ha- how is that is that is that part of your background or you are your parents in business for themselves what made you know no no that you were going to start your own business my dad was uh, his own businessman. He had a financial planning business, and uh, my mom was a nurse. So I got to see both sides of the uh, spectrum, and I decided at a very young age uh, that I wanted to be in business for myself. I didn't know exactly what that was going to be until I got older. And, yeah, I just knew it. And also my dad kind of beat it into us <laughs> to be your own boss, to be your own boss. So uh, myself and my brothers uh, definitely have gravitated that way. Smart man. That's it. And you e-commerce, fitness and health, and now you're in the real estate business. And we'll talk a little bit about that. Yep. Darius, you are an industrial engineer. Can't help me with my beam. Uh, <laughs> study study of time and money. So the more you succeeded as an engineer, the more you understood you could apply the same knowledge to your personal business. Exactly. Tell us, guys, how you got started in business, why you got started in the real estate business, and what made you think that you could get this business underway and still have a happy, successful marriage? I mean, you went into it like a year and a half into your marriage. So pretty quickly, you barely yep. knew each other. And then, boom, you started <laughs> a business together. So, so why do you think that's a good idea? And why real estate? Well, for the business piece of it, I think it helped that Carmen had uh, – she's been raised like kind of like in an entrepreneurial – uh, household. Um, me, not so much. I came from the perspective of, okay, I see it working for this business and I can just apply it to us. So it was, it was, it was what a logical decision, I think. Um, and it makes sense for us to work together because I wouldn't want to work with anyone else. If this is, if we're going to be able to make money from 
something that we're passionate about and we're passionate about each other, let's do it together. Makes good job. Right? Yeah, I think that's a good answer. I, I, I like that. <laughs> Darius like has feedback. to get the validation. Was that a good answer, honey? Did I do good? Did I do good? <laughs> so you guys are real estate investing, and you started out wholesaling real estate, and then you explained to us when we were, when we were having coffee the other day what the difference is and, and how you evolve from one to another. So what is wholesaling? You know, is it I'll, I'll get you a house at discount? And yes. then, uh, and then what is, uh, what are you investing? Are you guys investing in the real estate? What, how do you work that? Sure. Yeah. So starting from the beginning, once we got into real estate, uh, we actually invested in a guru program. Um, you know, give us all your money and we'll teach you everything about real estate. So <laughs> we did that and we followed the path and the natural progression was to start at wholesaling because that doesn't cost a lot of money out of pocket and, uh, graduate to flips and then graduate to rental properties. <clears throat> but we did wholesaling, uh, for a short period of time and we realized how, um, how much time it was going to take. And we very much want to live a laptop lifestyle where we can do whatever we need to do from anywhere in the world as long as there's internet connection. And we realized that wholesaling wasn't going to give us that lifestyle that we wanted. So we moved to rehab and we did a house ourselves and we realized again, okay, this really isn't going to get us <laughs> again, this laptop lifestyle. It's not like how it is on TV. No, it, it's not HDTV <laughs> at all. <laughs> so um, once we did those progressions, we understood how to invest in real estate. And we had a lot of people that would come and ask us, how are you guys doing this? How do you find the money? Um, how can we get involved? And we very quickly realized that, oh, okay, we, we know people that have money that want to invest in real estate that don't have the time. And we know people who are currently flipping the houses that need money. How do we bridge the gap? So we became the middle... Ooh the glue. I, I was going to say <laughs> middleman. I'm using air quotes over here, but uh, we help facilitate those transactions and introduce people and create relationships and make it a win-win situation for everyone. And what was it about wholesaling uh, that you guys didn't like? The time. The amount of time it took. Yeah. So you, so you have uh, six people that are maybe in the process of foreclosure. Those six people are scattered out throughout uh, Phoenix or Maricopa County. It takes all, all day to get to six houses to have conversations. That's even if they even open the door. And when they do open the door, people are in a bad situation and you're not the person they want to uh, see to talk about their issues. <laughs> Yeah, it's unfortunate, but there's a lot of wholesalers out there in the business that don't really have other people's uh, best uh, intention involved. Mm -hmm. And we found out that, you know, if we're coming from a genuine place and we're actually trying to help these people save their homes or transition um, smoothly, that they've dealt with so many negative situations already that we had such a hard time overcoming that and trying to get people to see that we're actually helping them instead of trying to take advantage of them. That, that's a pretty important distinction, I think, especially in real estate and especially what, what Phoenix went through um, 
just about eight years ago, and you know, you still feel it. You still, you know, you still feel crazy. Now, uh, uh, okay, so this isn't going to be evergreen. Now the market happens to be going up, but the market goes up and the market goes down. It's okay. You you blew up. it at the top of the I show. I blew anyway. it at the top of the show. I absolutely blew it at the top <laughs> of the show. So, um, you know, now the market is going up. Uh, it, is it still good to to invest in real estate? Oh, totally. It's always an opportunity in uh, real estate, whether the market's going up or going down. People are always going to have to have some place to stay. Yeah, everyone always needs a home, regardless. Again, like Darius said, uh, where we are uh, from a financial standpoint as a com- as a country. But what I think people kind of get hyped up on is HGTV. They see these big, beautiful, amazing houses, and it's hard to maintain that. And what we really specialized in is going down to where the medium of the population lives and dealing with those individuals because we can do ten times the amount of houses. Uh, investing in lower income properties than we can in these big, beautiful houses that you see on HGTV. So it's really understanding the market and where the most transactions are done so that you stay in that pocket. Just watched HGTV for the style ideas that are going to cost way more than you want to do in your own house. Thank you, Christine. Christina. It's Tarek and Christina, right? Yes. Yeah. Thank you, Christina, for, you know, showing me stuff that is way out of budget for anybody i don't know i don't know <laughs> and i love the prices that they show so we're gonna do the whole four thousand square foot home in travertine and it's a little <laughs> more expensive than the vinyl that we were gonna put down the vinyl was a thousand dollars and the travertine is only three thousand dollars where are you getting your travertine lady because i want to go shopping <laughs> there i want to go shopping there so uh, true. So now that we've dissed on HGTV, although I do like enjoy watching it, it's okay. They're they're separated now, so they won't be coming yeah, on our show yeah. anyway. Tara, yes, <laughs> they won't be coming on our show. And and Chip and Joanna turned us down. They like their family time anyway. Okay, so you guys, there's so much to do here. You've got to find the properties. You've or find the investors. You've got to find the flippers. You've got to research all this stuff. There's like a ton, a ton, a ton of stuff to do. Who decides what who does what who decided what is the division of labor wow i can't talk today what is the division of labor who does what how do you check in with each other let our audience know a little bit about how you guys work together and make sure things don't fall through the cracks and you're not boom like looking over each other's shoulders and on top of each other good question we're both looking at each other like Well, I uh, definitely handle the budget and decisions don't get made unless you have uh, (laughs) your budget together. Um, I manage the budgets and the contracts. Yeah. And I am everything people related. Yes. Communication. The networking, um, the meetings, just making sure everything is being communicated between emails, phone, whatever the case may be. And the, the nice thing about what we do is we let the investors or the the people who we're investing in we let them handle the rehab piece of it because that's their specialty like we let specialists be specialists if they they're good at managing 15 20 properties at a time be good at that we just want to handle the the money piece of it so instead of going to hard money lender you can come to us for a private loan for a lower interest rate and create win-win solutions for our customers. 
So now if we invested with you guys and, and we dropped down some money with you guys, are you expecting mm-hmm. me to lay tile or know how to destroy no. the cabinets or do any of that stuff? Destroy the cabinets? Well, they always they go in. <laughs> What's her name? That's the other show. Uh, the ones up in Las Vegas where she's like a total freak and he's even worse. And she goes in and she like starts destroying stuff after it's done because she gets all pissy anyway. So no. do I have to do any of that? That's a very good question. No, uh, if, if you invest with us, we are not expecting you to do any labor or anything. And we're not doing that either. Exactly, to be clear. <laughs> so uh, the only labor that you would have to do is uh, just a little wrist motion from cutting a check. Um, so the the idea is that we work with people who don't have the time or the knowledge to invest in real estate uh, and we utilize our contacts to connect those people. So we understand the market and we understand that the best places to invest. And so do our real estate investors. So the relationships that we have with those people, they might have a pipeline of 10 to 15 houses that they're trying to get funding for. So if we can provide them the funding and, uh, Again, create like Derry said, create a win-win uh, situation. Give our private money investors a better return on their money than they can at the bank or anywhere else. And we can also provide funding to our real estate investors who need the capital. Um, we just bridge that gap and make it all work together. Awesome. Now, I want you mm-hmm. to think back through your long entrepreneurial career together, those <laughs> 1.5 years, long, long <laughs> so time. Long. And tell us what your biggest entrepreneurial fight has been. Money. Oh, money, money, money. Uh, What about the time we were in the airport and we were trying to figure out? There was this one time in the airport? (laughs) I'm looking at Darius and I'm like, remember that story? No, I don't. Just tell it. Okay. So we were were leaving uh, Kansas City, Missouri, and we were in the airport and we just got funds from an investor. And we were trying to figure out how to best allocate the funds. And we were talking about, do we go with this investor? Do we go with that investor? You know, how how does this work? And he wanted to go one way. I wanted to go the other. And uh, we... We're literally in the middle of the airport at a bar like, no, it should be here. It should be there. And somehow we came through a beautiful compromise that worked out even better than we had anticipated to be. But it had to get a little heated in order for that to happen. <laughs> yeah, what, what we try to do is match our the people that are funding ideas with the uh, personalities of our investors. Because it's, it's just an easier sell that way. Sure. Yeah. So now... Did, did this fight carry over into your personal life or was it done pretty quickly? It didn't even have a chance to. Well, when you're, when you're in business with your wife, it's, it's a thin line between uh, business and personal. I'm glad you at least so, have a line. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say there's a line. <laughs> it's, very, it's smudged. It's a smudged line. Smudged line. Okay. No, it didn't carry over. I think we're pretty good at um, making a decision and sticking with it. Because one of our, one of the things that we we make sure we don't do is go to sleep angry at each other, and when we have a, a heated discussion about business, it's I feel like it's it's healthy because it helps me understand where she's coming from and, and vice versa. So it's a healthy a healthy conversation that we had that uh yeah sometimes just you're just passionate about. I, it doesn't I, feel healthy though. <laughs> I, I want I, you to know reflect. 
<laughs> I, I need you to know, Catherine and I just looked at each other and went, aww. They don't, go to, they don't go to bed angry after three years. How quaint. <laughs> wait. Just wait. So I want to know, like, you're at the hotel. You're at the hotel. You're at the airport bar. Um, mm-hmm. Did you make this final decision out of the sense and sensibility of your own brain power or what exactly might have been involved in the creativity of such a solution? And when I say what might have been involved, exactly what were you drinking that helped you come to this creative, <laughs> this creative uh, uh, idea? It might help well, other we, entrepreneurs or me. We, we both had beers. We'll yeah, we had there. beers. And uh, how did we come up with our solution? At the end of the day, numbers don't lie. And that's where Darius is his strength. Yeah. So we, you know, between an Excel sheet and like a, a bar napkin, I think, um, <laughs> just trying to figure out all the possibilities and what made the most sense, we we were able to quickly come up with a solution. And did you take the bar napkin with you or did you leave it? And is somebody now making millions and millions of dollars off of your bar napkin? Oh, no, <laughs> we brought that baby home. <laughs> I love it. Now I want to go to the flip side of, of all of this and tell me some of the joys that you guys are experiencing working together and living together and having a business together. Tell me all, some of the joys that you guys have. You just mentioned it. Working together, living together, <laughs> running a business together. <laughs> that's, that's a joy in itself. <laughs> that, that's assuming that you like her. I like her a lot. Good okay. Good answer. <laughs> Good answer, Darius. <laughs> I'm getting. I'm mean mugging him over here. I'm like, you better answer that right. <laughs> What's yours then? Um, you know what? I would. I would say on a serious note, uh, watching. Serious the whole time. Watching my growth and watching Darius's growth, and especially Darius's growth, because once when we first started working together. Darius being the engineer, and we know how some engineers can be, not super social people. Um, Darius, we, we, we would go to networking events and Darius wouldn't even try to network. He's like, this is you, you got it. I'm come get me when you're done <laughs> kind of thing. <laughs> and he would just let me go. But the more personal development things that we do, the more people that we get to meet and the more relationships we build, Darius understands and really is honing in on his communication skills and networking like a champ. And it's been so amazing to go to networking events and not feeling like it's just me, like trying to meet people and trying to get strategic with relationships. He's right by my side and I look over and he's talking to someone else or moving to the next person and passing out business cards and really uh, making an effort. So uh, watching that just just makes you feel more as a team uh, and making sure that we're always connected and, and trying to do what's best for the team. So now I'm going to go back to uh, my earlier question about the division of labor. And you very clearly said uh, Darius is the numbers guy. Of course he is. He's the engineer. Mm-hmm. Uh, Darius is the numbers In- guy. Industrial engineer. Industrial engineer. Not my, <laughs> not my beam. Um, and and Carmen, you're the, you're the people person. You're the communicator. You've got that master's degree in communication. Now that Darius is the networker, are you still the head of communication? Is it that he's networking to support you? Tell our listeners a little bit about that when when you're building up when when one person builds up their weakness, uh, is it so that he can 
do it or so that he can be supportive of it? How's it working for you? Oh, very good question. It's so that he can be supportive. I'm still the head of communication and make all those decisions and make all those connections. But he's also in the back helping me because we need to divide and conquer, especially if we're in a room full with 50 to 100 people. It makes it a lot easier if we're both coming together, uh, working the crowd, and then we come back together as a unit. And he tells me the connections that he made, and I follow up with those connections. I like that. I like that answer a lot. I like how you guys work that because unfortunately, you know, some couples that we talk to, uh, they end up stepping on each other's toes or, or one of the things that, that sometimes, uh, people are told are, you know, well, this is your weakness. You got to make it stronger and you got to be able to do this. And you just want to be strong enough to understand, I believe. And support. And support. Um, Mm -hmm. and, and not, you know, trying to make a strength out of your weakness because just make, a better strength out of your strength. Otherwise you're going to be miserable. Pretty much. Isn't it so true? And I'm glad that you made that point because we kind of started our business with that mentality of let's build up our weaknesses so that we can be, uh, what am I trying to say? So we can be successful in all aspects, but we very quickly realized that our weaknesses are there for a reason because we don't like to do those things. And if Darius is great in numbers, I despise numbers. I'd much rather have him do something that he enjoys than me sit here having to force something that I really don't care anything about and vice versa. I would very much rather looking at numbers than talking to people. (laughs) A year ago. A year ago. I'm a lot better now. Yeah, so we very quickly realized that we need to capitalize on our strengths. That's how we're wired. This is who the people that we are. And um, also looking at like strength finders. I don't know if you all are familiar with that book and really understanding how to play to each other's strengths. And it's, it's almost like playing football, you know, in, in any given time, uh, Darius may be the quarterback or I may be the quarterback and we're reading plays to each other. So we understand if we're talking to people and all of a sudden they spit out percentages and, all sorts of stuff. I'm tapped out. Darius, I hope he's listening because I didn't catch anything that what they're talking about. <laughs> sort of like when adults talk in the Peanuts uh, cartoons. Womp, 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 womp. Yeah, exactly. 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 Womp, 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 womp. All right. Now, uh, Darius, since you haven't been doing much talking and you know, Carmen's the communications person, we got to <laughs> break him out of his shell a little bit more. Uh, tell, tell our listeners one or two things that you do to separate your family time from your business time. On, we have uh, Brit family time. Um, that's like our date night on Friday night. Um, what we've been doing is either going out to a restaurant and just talking about our day, how our week, with, our week went, or we do something like make hot sauce. We love making hot sauce. And we make our own soap. So we might just do that on a Friday night and just talk and have some wine and listen to some music and just talk. Awesome. But are you talking about business or are you talking about like other things? We're talking about other things. Just whatever comes to mind, whatever's on Carmen's heart and whatever's on my heart. All right. And if it happens to be business, I'm sure it's business. Yeah. And it comes up very, very often since we're both in business. We talk about business. We just talk about whatever's on our heart at the time. Okay. That works. Kind of separation, not stressing. Mm-hmm. I, I want yep. you. I want you to know what I've been noticing here. Darius's answers are straight to the point. Boom. Here's the answer. 
Carmen, on the other hand, being the <laughs> communications person, she has elaborate, not, not that there's anything wrong, I'm just making the distinction, the communications expert, their long, elaborate answers. I don't think they're long. It has a build-up. Thank build you, up. Catherine. It has a build-up. <laughs> I think it has a build-up. <laughs> Carmen is telling a story and Darius is telling facts. That's really what it comes down to. Carmen tells a story, Carmen weaves a story, and Darius... Just boom, 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 facts. So let's discuss this for a moment. And I'll, I'll bring you two in on this this discussion as well. Is that an engineer communications person thing, or is it a male-female thing? Male-female. Okay. I'm in agreement, male-female. Male-female thing. Okay, okay, let's move along <laughs> before I get myself into trouble. Again. Well, was that short enough and to the point? No, yes, it was. Thank yes, you. Yes, it was. I think Darius was pinching you. Stop talking. <laughs> Yeah, you noticed I didn't say anything, right? I noticed. <laughs> you didn't need to. Okay. So what books have either of you read that have really made an impact on your entrepreneurial lives that you'd like to recommend? Oh, for me, hands down, the very first book that I read that changed my mind was Thinking Grow Rich by Napoleon Hill. Awesome book. Um, that really kind of started opening my eyes and I started looking at my job differently. I started looking at everything differently, like wait a minute, <laughs> I can actually do this. So Think and Grow Rich, hands down, is my favorite book. I've read it twice. I'm going to go through it again because it's, there's so much information in it that you can you, – you learn something every time you read the book. It's great. You do. That, um, that's the granddaddy of them all, I think. Yes, yes. Um, another book is by T. Harv Ecker, uh, Secrets of the Millionaire Mind. Absolutely. That is that an amazing one. book. Yes, it is. Carmen, what about you? Mine would be same uh, Secrets of Millionaire Mind and for the Four Disciplines of Execution. Yes. I haven't heard of that one. Who's the author on that? Ooh, that is a good one. I totally recommend it. The author is uh, Chris McKensney, something like Yeah, Chris McKensney. Chris, uh, Chris, huh? Chris, yeah, Chris. yeah, Chris McKenzie. I just looked it up. <laughs> Terrific. And for our listeners, we'll, of course, as always, have links to these books on the show notes page for this episode. So don't miss them. <laughs> yes. And now, finally, what, what, if you can give our listeners just one piece of advice. I, why do we say if you could give our listeners one piece of advice? Because they're about to give our listeners one piece of advice. Because I want to make it sound like a game show. <laughs> there's a buildup. Yeah, there's a buildup. <laughs> Hey, you wrote the questions, woman. <laughs> okay, oh, so, so I did. Yeah, you did. It says it right there. If you can give our listeners just one piece of advice, what would it be? Well, for for us in our business, I think the one piece of advice would be that your relationship comes first. Um, I think very much that. Carmen and I, our strength is us being together and nothing that we do or even want to do would be successful without the help of the other. That is great. That, I like sweet. that. It's sweet. It is. Strength is in being together. I like it, that. That's another, aw. <laughs> but it's true. It's true. But it's I, where true. we are the same way, I believe. Yeah. The strength is in being together. The strength is, you know, so whatever you do, you'll succeed at if you have if you put the relationship first and and the trust in each other, I think. 
I would agree. You would agree. You have to be very intentional about it. Carmen, what do you have to say? I would say patience, patience, patience. I'm a very impatient person. And I realize every time that I try to force something, it's not natural or doesn't go how I would like it to go. But once I sit back and realize everything that we've accomplished over the 1.5 years we've been in business, um, I realize that I was diligent because I was patient and strategic in how we did everything. And it's, it's really easy as an entrepreneur to get frustrated with uh, your outcomes and not feeling like you're making a headwind. But when you really look back and see all the progression that you've done, it makes you really appreciate the journey instead of trying to force it or drive it somewhere. I like the be patient and strategic. Yeah. Now, was the be patient part <laughs> regarding Darius? <laughs> no comment. <laughs> I admit I can be very impatient also. It, everything, relationship-wise, business-wise, it, it, it affects everything. It does. It does. Just, you know, when you try to force something, you're right. It doesn't, doesn't happen. All right. So now let's step away from our business and move into probably your favorite round because it is the food round. Yes. Yes. Guys. Bring it on. Guys, either what is your favorite meal to cook together or what is your favorite meal at your favorite restaurant? My favorite meal to cook together is anything with Darius because he doesn't enjoy cooking. So when I can get him in the kitchen to help me cook. It's amazing. <laughs> um, what about your favorite place that you've eaten? Uh, my favorite place since has been culinary drop up. I really, Ooh, really the fried love, chicken. Yeah. That fried chicken is something serious. <laughs> I love the fried chicken at culinary drop up. Fried chicken at culinary drop up. See, we, we were really pushing for the favorite restaurant park. Since you guys are local to us, we have a place to look to go to now. <laughs> yeah, well, culinary oh, culinary dropout has gotten some really good reviews. Yes, yes it has. It's a nice funky place too. Yes. And which and one do you go to? Central Phoenix or Tempe? Uh, Actually, Scottsdale. Old Town. Oh, there's oh, there's one in Old Town Scottsdale too. I did not know that. For people that are going to be visiting Arizona anytime soon, the Phoenix <laughs> area, yeah. there are three culinary dropouts for you to visit uh, that we know of. There might be four. <laughs> All right, guys, last question. And I don't know what the answer is going to be because they talked about one when we were asking about, you know, the airport one, thing. One and then could be the was... fight one. One could be the relaxing one. One, one could be the fight one. One could be the Let's relaxing one. Let's find out. One. Let's find out. So, guys, last question. Red, white, or beer? All of the above. <laughs> I knew Can I liked that. <laughs> Excellent answer. Excellent answer. Darius, red, white, or beer? I would say uh, red. All right. Red wine. Red wine drinker. Except yes. when they're fighting in the airport in Kansas then City. Then it's beer. Then it's beer. <laughs> yes, then it's beer. All right, guys, we're going to take a quick break. And when we come back, we're going to finish this up with a pet peeve of the show. Of the day. Of the day. But it, okay, it's of the day. Hey, everybody, we know you love audio. Why else would you be listening to this podcast? Through audible.com, together 24-7 listeners can get a free audiobook. That's a free audiobook and a 30-day free trial. There's over 180,000 titles to choose from. Just go to www.audibletrial.com slash together. Again, the website is www.audibletrial.com 
audibletrial.com slash together. Listeners, you have a business. You need a website. There are a million choices out there, so where do you turn? Well, HostGator.com has one-click WordPress installs, or you can use their drag-and-drop website builder. They also have service and support available around the clock every day of the year, so you know you're in good hands. They already have low prices, and now HostGator.com has taken it a step further for our listeners. Use promo code TOGETHER247 to get 25% off their hosting services. Don't wait. Hit pause now and sign up at HostGator.com, unless you're driving. Then wait till you get where you're going. Remember, use promo code TOGETHER247 to get an additional 25% off at HostGator.com. And we're back. And we're back. So, Catherine, who's our pet peeve today? Oh, Darius. Darius won, hands down. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, listeners, so you know, we always ask our guests ahead of time for a pet peeve so we know what's coming up. Because and- everybody's first pet peeve, or almost everybody's first pet peeve, is the slow person in the left-hand lane. Yeah, so we don't want to have that one. You know? Yeah, we forgot about that one. Yeah, yeah but everybody's done it, you know? So we, we have to, see, we, we have we to screen that one out. Yeah, we would have poo-pooed it. So, so okay. each each person in the couple will give us a pet peeve, and then we decide which one we're going to use. Sometimes they're both... Sometimes, yeah, we've done two. Before. We've done two. But, but Darius, you've got a good pet peeve. Yeah, yeah. What gets under your skin? What is it that you would like to say is your pet peeve? Showing up late. I hate when people show up late to something they've already committed to. And Carmen, you kind of elaborated on this. Because, and- because Darius is the engineer. Boom, boom. <laughs> he doesn't like people who show up I late. I did it again. <laughs> But Carmen, you, you just the elaborate. Do you need the story, the background story? Oh, I lo- oh, there's a background story. That would be really, really good. But you did elaborate on it. So, so tell us the story and, and elaborate. Yes. Well, I, the, the fluff to it is um, when we intentionally set a meeting with someone and they're late and it happens to the point where we have recurring appointments with somebody and they're always late and we get to the point where we don't show up on time because we know that they're going to be late, that's when we get to that point. It's such a waste of time. <laughs> like if we know every time we're meeting at four o'clock and you consistently show up at four 30 and we intentionally don't show up until four 30. Cause we know that you're going to be there. That's a problem. Is it okay that the husband blames the wife for being late? And then is the husband off the hook? Nope. <laughs> <laughs> They're both guilty. Oh, you're guilty. Oh, Catherine, you're, you're guilty as charged. My lateness will, you know, be my undoing. Will be your undoing. It absolutely will be. <laughs> I'm, you have to. You have to say that you have to be there thirty minutes earlier than you actually have to be there. No, I, I tried that once, no. and she found out. You have no idea how much trouble I got into. Ab- absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely not. No, that that drives me. See, that drives me crazy. Lying about the time when you've got to be someplace <laughs> drives me crazy because I, you know. It's it's a 50-50 shot whether or not I'm going to show up, you know, on time or a little bit late. Certainly not a half an hour late unless there was some weird wild tragedy. But certainly not a half an hour late. So, uh, you know, either on time a few minutes early or a few minutes late, it's going to be a 50-50 shot with me. But unless you're somebody who like consistently my cousin's ex-wife shows up two to two and a half hours late or more my cousin's ex-wife who they had to they had to tell her that her own wedding was three hours before it actually was so she would show up on time she showed up an hour and a half late to her still 
Yeah, even no, not to the, not to the wedding, but let's say that, that it was twelve o'clock. They told her twelve, and it was like really two thirty or three o'clock, whatever. She still showed up at like one thirty oh, yeah. to the wedding. So there wow. you have it. All right, all possible liquors, beer when you're fighting. <laughs> That's the way it works. That's the way it works. <laughs> Carmen and Darius Britt, uh, Braid Street Properties is the name of the company. You guys are real estate investors. You're not just limited to uh, this time and place, so that's evergreen. You're not just limited to um, uh, to the Phoenix metropolitan area, so that's Evergeo. Whatever. Whatever. <laughs> BraidStreetProperties.com or info at Braid Street Properties. And Braid is B-R-A-D-E. Braid Street Properties. We'll have all this information and uh, a fun picture of Carmen and Darius on the show notes page. Guys, thank you so much for being on the show. Thank, thank you, you so much, much for the opportunity. Right. And we'll catch everyone next time. Bye-bye. We want to thank you again for listening. Be sure to go to iTunes to subscribe to our podcast, rate it, and review it. And if you have any suggestions, just email us directly, together at together247.net. Check us out on our website at together247.net slash resources for some great ideas, resources, and offers for your business. And don't forget to click on our sponsor's links as well. Do you own a business with your sweetheart? We'd love to hear from you. Email us at guests at together247.net. And don't forget, we have a new episode every Monday and every Thursday. So go ahead and subscribe and keep on listening.